Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. Christmas is a time for traditions. The tradition of particular ornaments on the Christmas tree. First Christmases painstakingly and miraculously preserved handmade ornaments created by precious small hands, dueling collegiate allegiance ornaments, or ornaments given by those who will, no, who will notice if their ornament is not on the tree. The tradition of turning on the radio at 9 a.m. on Christmas Eve to listen to lessons and carols from King's College Chapel and hear the dean intone those sacred words, Beloved in Christ, be it this Christmas Eve our care and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels in heart and mind to go even to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. There's the tradition of that particular dish, perhaps in and of itself not so traditional, but if it were not on your table Christmas Day, it would not be Christmas. Sending cards, listening to Christmas music, making checks Mix and bourbon balls, they are some of the many things we do every December. Others kept these traditions before us, we keep them with joy, and still more will keep them when we have long joined the communion of the saints. Traditions are important. And one of my family's traditions, and a tradition that continues with Ellen and me, is that somewhere under the Christmas tree, one of those pretty packages just waiting to be unwrapped tomorrow morning, contains Legos. That's right. It's Christmas Eve, one of the most important nights of the church year, and the rector is preaching about Legos. I hope you are here for it. Being the child of a Dane, where Legos were invented and still are manufactured, my family loved to give my brother and me Legos, 
And now Ellen and I continue the beloved tradition of giving and receiving. One is never too old to receive Legos. Hint, hint. Perhaps there might be, might be, some Legos under the tree right now. We shall see. The wonderful thing about Lego is that they are part of a system. When Lego began in 1932, they made wooden toys, cars and trucks and such. But in the 1950s, they developed that now ubiquitous plastic brick that is so ingenious to build with and so painful to step on. (laughs) But that brick became the part It became the heart of their system. According to Gottfried Christensen, one of Lego's founders, the Lego system prepares the child for life, appealing to their imagination and developing the joy of creation. I promise I don't own stock in Lego. I'm just a geek. And I also like systems. My desk and my closet may not suggest this, but I appreciate a well-developed system. And if your brain works like mine, and if your brain works like mine, you are in my prayers. But perhaps you like a system too. Everything in its place, everything in proper order, everything following a particular progression. Creativity and improvisation can occur within or over top the system, but the integrity of the system remains very Episcopalian. And if you read your Bible, God loves a system too. The creation begins with a system. Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, And there was evening and there was morning the first day. And God saw that it was good. Every day God creates, time passes, and God declares that it is good. A system. And if you continue reading your Bible, especially the laws of the Old Testament, the systematic nature of God is quite clear. And we find that comforting that our God is a planner, and everything follows a system. And at Christmas, God reveals the core of that system. For tonight, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, the arrival of the Christ child, the incarnation of God, the Emmanuel, the God with us. And this miracle, this Jesus, it demonstrates in the most real and amazing way that the foundation of God's system is love. At the center of God's creation, the engine of the exodus, the motivation of the prophets, and the heart of God's covenant is love. Love is God's system. Sin and death, anger and anxiety, conflict and isolation, all of this is swept aside by a God who says, I love you. 
All of these broken things, I'm fixing them. All of those sad people, I am embracing them. All of those injustices, I am redeeming them. All those who need me, I am searching for them. Because I love you. Because God loves us, love is God's tradition and love is God's system. So if love is God's system, how are we as disciples to respond? How do we, whose hearts and minds go to Bethlehem this night, how do we reply? When we bear witness to God's code, God's matrix, God's way of love, what do we do? We love one another. We love ourselves. We love our families. We love our friends. We love our sisters and brothers here at the chapel. We love our community and we love our neighbor. I read a beautiful article in the paper this morning. A man living in Baltimore received word that his neighbor was in a dark place. In the midst of the pandemic, his neighbor was struggling with depression, grieving the death of a family member to the virus, and on top of all that was dealing with some work-related stress. So he decided on a whim to go outside and take one of the strands of Christmas lights on his house, remove it, and instead string it across the street to his neighbor's house. I'm sure that looked odd in and of itself, but it spoke volumes. And then another neighbor strung a string of Christmas lights from their house to another neighbor's house, and another, and another, and another, until this street looked like a web of light, an embodiment of love, and a reminder of who we are meant to be. Our world can be frightening. We get lost in the vitriol and the terror and the weight of it all. And we worry that the system might be broken. And Christmas and all the lovely traditions of that return each year is a welcome respite. But at the center of Christmas, in that little manger, embodied by that blessed child, is the system that will free us from all of that worry. God's system of love will never fail, will never fade, and upon which God will build our salvation. The word Lego is an invented word. It is not based on the Latin word Lego, which coincidentally means I build. It is the amalgamation of two Danish words, lie, which means to play, and got, which means well. Play well. 
And in that spirit, my brothers and sisters, let us love well. At Christmas and at all times, be part of God's system of love. Be loved by God, be a witness to God's love for the world, and be part of sharing God's love with our neighbor. That is what Christmas is all about. Amen.